Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Let it rain! You remember the class where I taught y'all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. All right, people, here we go on a uh, Wednesday here. I don't know, it feels like a Tuesday. These four-day work weeks always kind of screw with me, I tell you that. Uh, Yin and yang, all messed up here as we try and... Put it all together here on this uh, on this Wednesday. Get ready. NBA Finals, of course, tomorrow. Uh, NHL back at it here. Finals tonight. Blues taking on them uh, them pesky uh, Boston uh, Bruins. And uh, the reality is we all probably have to get ourselves ready for another parade in New England at some particular point if, uh, if the Blues don't wake up and at least take one in there on the road. So a lot at stake. We'll uh, we'll dive into some of those uh, some of those numbers here for tonight and uh, try to point us in the right direction where we can actually uh, make it rain maybe a little bit instead of full game, maybe totals, maybe first period, couple of different ways to go about it. And the way I look at it is, listen, it could always be worse. You could always be the Lakers uh, who continue to amaze uh, as more and more stories continue to leak. ESPN doing all sorts of uh, exposés on just how big a dumpster fire that organization is. Now, anytime you've got Magic Johnson on the on the TV circuit trying to defend it's you know yep. it's going to make for good television. Uh, you know it's going to be absolutely hilarious uh, because uh, anytime Magic tries to defend himself, I've never seen a man in my life talk so much but never say anything. And that's kind of what Magic does uh, besides tell us that he's a really good guy and that he just wants everybody to succeed. And, I, you know, I can't remember an organization ever, at least a winning organization, where we spend more time talking about the front office than we do the actual players and the product on the court. I can't remember a time where... Every conversation over the last six months has centered around what's going on in the front office of an organization as opposed to, you know, the actual team, you know, the the players, the actual guys that are on the court. And I don't know, to me, that's sign number one of absolute dysfunction in an organization. And I want to point the finger at, at LeBron, but I don't know that I can blame LeBron for this. This is a... It starts at the top. It starts with Jeannie Buss, uh, and it just starts to trickle down from there. But can I be honest with you? I really do think LeBron, uh, that Magic knew this was coming. And Magic may be a lot of things, but he's not stupid. And I think he got out of there as soon as possible, knowing that eventually this was going to self-implode. And if Magic's been one... One thing over the years, he's been really good at self-preservation and protecting the brand, the Magic brand. And, and I think he knew this was this was just going to explode. And he's like, you know what? Sooner I get the hell out of here, the better off it is going to be. And uh, and I really do think of all the 
fingerprints on that organization that LeBron has right now, and he's got a lot of his paw prints all over it, I truly believe not even LeBron knew this was going to be the level of dysfunction that this organization has right now, Dane. Yeah, uh, good morning, everybody. Good morning, Joe. Uh, Let's make it rain here. Yeah, I agree with you, Joe. I think that, um, let's put it this way, I think the part that caught LeBron off guard was magic bolting. Okay, I, I think the at least, at least LeBron thought that you know he would have Magic to help kind of be a tamperer in chief and recruiter, right? And he thought, listen, if Magic got me one extra guy, whether that's Anthony Davis or Kyrie Irving or Kawhi Leonard, whoever it is, then he would take it from there, kind of thing. But then when Magic bounced, I think that was the kind of uh, the, the the signal for LeBron. I do think that Magic knows exactly what he is doing. You know he cares about his own brand. Let's not forget, he went on first take last week to go absolutely scorched earth with people mm. like Palenka and Rambis and others. As the Frank Vogel press conference to be introduced as the Lakers' new head coach was happening, simultaneously, okay? You think that was by design? Because I mean, you think that was by mistake? Because I don't. And also at right. the same point in time, you had LeBron refusing to talk to reporters, but at the gym, like sulking and practicing by himself. <laughs> you think that was a coincidence? Yeah. I don't either, okay? This is all by de- design. If you think Magic knows about his brand, LeBron certainly knows about his brand, okay? And yeah. yes, you're right. Think about this now, Joe. I mean, unfortunately, similar to the, the, the Jets and their GM search and nobody there being there with any experience, who are you going to trust there in the front office? For the match, for the for, for for the Lakers right now, you know what I'm saying. Rob Palinka is an agent, you know. Jeannie yep. Buss, we all love her and her basketball pictures, right, Joe? But like, what what does she really have in terms of actual, you know, basketball chops? Okay, she's been around, we know that. But is it Kurt Rambis, Kurt Rambis's wife, Phil <laughs> Jackson? It's kind of like it's kind of like there's so many cooks in the kitchen, yet none of them have any experience. To be quite honest, the only person in that brain trust with any experience winning, Joe, is LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know. Yeah. So I, th- yeah, you're right. It is a complete dumpster fire, and it's bad timing too, especially with the Clippers potentially on the rise on the other side of town. And Joe, real quick, that is our poll question today. The question is. Where will Kawhi Leonard be at the beginning of the next basketball season? Will he stay in Toronto? Will he leave for L.A.? And by the way, if he leaves for L.A., it's the Clippers, not the Lakers. Will he sign somewhere that's not Los Angeles? Or does it depend on the outcome of this week and the NBA Finals? So I think that's really interesting. But to your point, yeah, yeah, Joe, the Lakers are an absolute dumpster fire. And the question is, you know, the funny part is it's synced up to LeBron's contract, right? Like Frank Vogel has like two or three years, and that's what LeBron has left. Just long enough then to clear the decks and let Jason Kidd be the head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers to develop the young talent. As some of these stories are just, they're mind-blowing uh, to me that this is even being leaked. And, and when you go, all right, who's got, I mean, Walton the is the topic. He's not even there. I mean, there is so much dysfunction going on. I mean, we'll, we'll try and make heads and tails of it. We'll let you hear from Magic himself. Uh, guys, I'm telling you, it's it's a shame. Storied franchise like the Lakers, up in flames, man. And I don't know that you can recover from it, but uh, we'll start the morning. We'll go there. Make- Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions will help you find your shortest list fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide 
Use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is under 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com Alright, welcome back in here on this uh, Wednesday Make it rain to Fantasy Sports Radio Network Joe Ranieri alongside Dane Martinez As we get ready for uh, Stanley Cup Finals Game 2 tonight Tomorrow, of course, the anticipation for the NBA Finals As Golden State uh, getting ready to take on them uh, Toronto Raptors in Toronto We uh, have learned, of course, over the last 24 hours That Kevin Durant uh, will be actually with the team he will be uh, taking uh, a flight with them. He'll be in town. He'll be on the bench. Uh, we didn't see him there in the uh, in the last series against Portland as he was rehabbing. He has been ruled out for game one, but uh, he will be on the bench. No word, of course, on his availability for game two. But I think we all know the answer to that. And I certainly also believe that uh, his presence on that bench uh, will just add to the uh, you know, the hype surrounding his availability for games two and and so on and so forth. So uh, any which way you cut it, I think we're all in agreement. 
anybody expecting Kevin Durant to uh, wear a cape who hasn't actually stepped foot on a basketball court or practiced in any way, shape, or form uh, since he uh, since he blew that calf out? Uh, yeah, I just it, yeah, not going to happen. But it is the finals. All eyes will be on it. And anytime you've got the best player in the uh, in the league, in many people's eyes, as long as he's on camera, there you always leave that anticipation that will he play won't he play and that's just another one of those storylines the nba loves to have so hopefully more people will tune in but the truth is if the warriors are going to have to do this they're going to have to do it without kevin durant and so far listen five and oh in his absence and as long as they keep winning i think the less we're going to start hearing about kevin durant's availability the only thing that'll happen is if they stop winning and uh, things don't look like it's going well, then all of a sudden they're going to start ratcheting it up with the whole KD. So as long as you keep winning, the KD talk will be at a minimum. It'll be like, oh, he's nice. He's on the bench. It'll be yeah. good. But, man, if there's a, if there's a stretch here, maybe they uh, you know lose game one or lose game two, whatever it may be, I think the first loss that comes without KD, the floodgates are going to open up from reporters around right. this country. With the, you can't do it without KD. See, I told you, you can't do it without KD. It's kind of amazing we haven't gotten it yet, but how do you argue with the record, right? I mean, they've been virtually exactly. unbeatable without him, but, you know, with Steph Curry. But you you and I both know the minute the, the L comes up, the minute the, uh, the loss happens, uh, we are going to get story, mark our words, story after story. The one theme is going to be they can't win without Kevin Durant. The whole narrative. Just like that, and it's kind of amazing. The whole narrative, Dane, is going to flip on this series after just one loss. Even though they've gone 5-0 and without him so far, and their record over the last couple of years without him is, it speaks for itself. I mean, it's, what are we, 31-3 and or some obnoxious, stupid number along those lines uh, without Kevin Durant in the lineup. But just like that one loss, and we will forget all about that, and we will continue down the narrative. The sky is falling for Golden State. They can't win without Kevin Durant. And to me, that will just fuel and motivate this team to raise it up even a notch. Because I think we've all seen what happens to Golden State the minute you start telling them they can't do something and that they can't they can't win without Kevin Durant. They we heard the same thing briefly when he went out against Houston. And then it just it kind of went away. It kind of disappeared because they haven't lost. But you and I both know it's coming back as soon as they lose a game here in Toronto. Yep, that's probably true, Joe. You know, it's interesting. We have talked for months about how the Golden State Warriors are actually the rare team that does have the ability to flip the switch, Joe. We've talked about this. When their back is against the wall, whether that's game six against Houston, whether that's after maybe dropping a game one, whether that's being down by 15 points to Portland, like this team has that ability. And another reason that happened, specifically with Steph Curry, is this idea that Kevin Durant is gone. Now it's an opportunity for Steph Curry to remind everybody that he is like a two-time MVP, that he is someone who people thought was the best player on planet Earth just a couple of years ago, right? And so they have that ability. I, I agree with you, Joe. Like, if if they lose one of these games in Toronto, the narrative will start about, uh-oh, they need KD back, right? But here's the thing, okay? I, I, I don't think we're going to see him. He's already been ruled out game one. Here's what I think is going to happen, okay? On some level, you're right. If they lose, that'll trigger all the talk about it. 
But one thing that I think is interesting, Joe, is, you know, we've been looking at the schedule throughout this entire playoffs, almost a little bit to bitch and moan about the 1030 tip offs. Right. But what's interesting is early in the playoffs, it feels like there's games every day. It feels like there's games every day in the finals. Now, all of a sudden, there's like two or three games between two or three days between games. So, Joe, tomorrow is game one, right? Game three isn't until a week from today, next Wednesday. Okay, Mm. so I kind of think that we could talk about it being the narrative and all that. I just think that good sources said when KD originally had the injury that it was a three to four week injury. Guess what? Today is like three weeks out. So game three would be four weeks out. This is not necessarily a setback. This is not necessarily more serious than what we thought. I think this is a three to four week injury. That was some reports. And don't get it twisted. They're only playing two games in the next week, Joe. So I Mm -hmm. think he could be steering back from him to be ready for game three back at Golden State on Wednesday. And remember the axiom. The series doesn't really start until the home team loses a game. So I, I get you, Joe, that if Toronto wins a game, the talk will start. But the other way to slice it is that when Tor- if and when Toronto wins a game, all they're doing is defending their home court. Golden State will still probably get a split up in Toronto and then have Kevin Durant, in my opinion, ready for game three, which, by the way, is a week after game one. I think the schedule actually plays in helping the Golden State Warriors with them starting on the road so the narrative isn't as crazy if they drop one on the road and because there's a lot of time in between these games, Joe. I, uh, I I just don't see it happening. And until I see him practicing on a court between now and then, I ain't buying Kevin Durant is just going to drop out of the sky and uh, and put a uniform on. No matter what the stake is, no matter whether it's a week, two weeks from now, I just don't think a guy can go. I don't even Kevin Durant, as great as he is as a shooter. In this game, not having been able to practice in the last what three weeks, three and a half weeks. Uh, not being able to have, uh, you know, gotten on the court or really utilize that leg, it makes it virtually impossible for him to come back. And the question will be, listen, even if he does come back, you're talking about a guy that hasn't shot, hasn't played competitive basketball in, in near a month now, four weeks. Does he hurt or help the flow of the game for the uh, for the Golden State Warriors? And I think we've all seen what they can do without him and and how the ball moves. You know, what happens all of a sudden? You drop him back in. These guys are in a groove right now. They're playing some of the best basketball they've played all year long. So while I think it it makes for a great story, I think the reality is until this guy's on a court, until the reporters can actually see him pivot, uh, you know, run on the court during practice and see him shoot, this ain't happening. Any, it could be another three weeks, guys. It, it just, I don't see how Kevin Durant is going to without having been on the court for the last three, possibly four weeks, just all of a sudden go, let's put the uniform on and let's play. Even if he can, I don't see how that helps the Golden State Warriors in this situation. And the same thing with Boogie Cousins. What are you going to do with Boogie Cousins? Everyone's been talking about that as well. All right, you drop Boogie Cousins in. Now, instead of the great ball movement that you've had that's gotten you to this particular point, right? Now you've got Boogie Cousins, who's what going to be dropping, you know, shooting threes from the because he loves shooting them threes. You know, what is how does Boogie Cousins fit into there? It's going to take them a little time to adjust to Boogie Cousins getting back in the lineup. So I don't know that either one of these guys actually helps Golden State as much as it might help the Toronto Raptors, because Golden State's got to, again, 
change what they do really well right now to incorporate two guys that aren't necessarily and haven't been there for well over a month, kind of hard for them to be able just to acclimate themselves back in like they never, you know, it's not like riding a bike. I know a lot of people want to make it out to seem that way. I just don't know that Boogie Cousins or Kevin Durant make Golden State better if they come back right now against Toronto. And if you're Toronto, Dane, do you want him back? <laughs> Fair you enough. know what I mean? I'm saying with the two yeah. days in between game one, game two, Joe, I think that's what you're going to see. You're going to see yeah. reports of Kevin Durant back on the practice court on Friday, show Saturday, yeah. maybe giving him some time. Yep. You know? Show me. Show me what he looks like, and I'll be a believer. We'll but until then, just saying, there's time in there. And then what happens to the lines? We'll give you the latest numbers. That's coming up as well. The Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be. So we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com proudly made in america can't get enough fantasy football roto experts has launched their nfl 365 fantasy football package which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet davis maddock and the roto experts are providing dynasty season-long betting best ball and nfl draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play save 10 percent at rotoexperts.com with the promo code fntsy it's the nfl 365 fantasy football package only at rotoexperts.com fantasy can't imagine that this will be taken lightly or Oduba will play. Not great news for him, his fantasy owners, and certainly the Philadelphia Phillies. What happens? What changes? Who's, who's the center fielder now in Philadelphia? It would probably be Scott Kingery. He's filled in at center field already a few times. This was a guy who was a near 30-30 player in the minor leagues. I would imagine that you know he gets more consistent playing time here. It's probably even more solidified now with uh, what's going on here with Odubel Herrera. Weekdays, noon Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers.
So I, I don't get this either. Uh, this came out yesterday, and uh, I guess uh, a couple of groups have put together some data regarding who folks in the uh, U.S. are rooting for when it comes to the to the game here in the NBA, the NBA Finals. And let me let me see if I can put up the uh, the chart here. Yeah, that is uh, that is the chart right now for the 2019 NBA Finals. Uh, the rooting interest state by state. Uh, you guys do realize that the Warriors are from the United States, right? You you do realize this is ultimately U.S. versus Canada. It's like a uh, it's like an Olympic game, seriously, uh, right now. So you've got Toronto. Absolutely the favorite outside of California and Nevada, which, again, I explained to you why the lines were going to be so skewed coming out of uh, coming out of Nevada, because all of that money in California gets bet on the Warriors in Nevada there, which, of course, is going to uh, you're going to get a little overvaluation happening there. But look at this. Everybody else wants Toronto to win the championship. And listen, I get it. Everyone wants and you know, we all love the underdog story. Yep. But at what point do you at what point do you just take a step back? And I think we've gotten this with uh with even Tom Brady and and the Patriots, right? At at what point do you just you throw your hands up in the air and go, you know, sometimes you just have to you've got to root for greatness, guys. You because what you're seeing is so unprecedented. And, you know, for years, we we kept going against the whole Tom Brady in the pan going, no, anybody but Brady. But then when they get there, we're like, guys, what do you you know, I mean, at this point, you got you're looking at you're looking at history and something that is just un unheard of here. You got to root for greatness. And I think the same thing. We're at that same point with the Golden State Warriors is like at what point I get the whole underdog thing. But. This isn't Golden State's first trip, second trip. I mean, the only reason the majority of this map here is red is because of how damn good the Golden State Warriors are. So at what point does it flip and you go, you know what? Um, what we're witnessing here with the Golden State Warriors, the possibility of a three-peat, uh, it's just unheard of in professional sports. You know, at what time does that narrative flip, Dane? Does it flip? Uh, does it ever flip, or is it just the underdog is always going to uh, rule the day and be the fan favorite? You know, Joe, I think it's different if you're talking about when does it flip in terms of sports investing and when it flips in terms of fandom, right? And I think those are two separate questions. To that map's point, right, and we say it all the time, it's good for sports to have a villain, right? It's good for them to have that team in the black hat or that dynasty that everybody is shooting for, you know, whether it's New England Patriots, whether it is the New York Yankees, whether it's Duke basketball, you know, if you put up a thing like that, you know, for Duke going into March Madness, it probably would have been the same thing, right? Like everybody wanted to see them go down. And I think that's natural in sports when it comes to fandom, right? So I think it's great to have it something like that, that everybody wants to knock off the king. That's one thing. That's the fan side. In terms of the investing side, I think you're absolutely right. People need to step back and acknowledge what it is we are seeing before our eyes. We are seeing a run of quite possibly one of the greatest teams of all time. And that's why, Joe, yesterday I asked you, like, I am going to need over the next 48 hours a reason to not lay the 290, lay the 270, lay the 300, whatever it is, not get cute and decide to try to pick Warriors in five or Warriors in six or something like that. 
and just acknowledge that this is what we're seeing in front of our eyes. Lay the juice, be comfortable with it, and cash out in about a week and a half. You know what I mean? Mm. Because so for fandom is one thing, but for the investing side, I think we're at that point right now, Joe. That's why it's minus 300 instead of, you know, even say like what the Boston Bruins are. You know what I mean? I think we're at that point where people recognize, oh man, this is probably the Warriors. People are trying to come up with reasons for why it wouldn't be anything other than a dominant coronation for the Golden State Warriors. Joe, you're like, hey, Steph Curry might roll an ankle kind of thing. That's what we're left with. So I think for betting, we acknowledge it. But for fandom, everybody wants to go after the black hat. It's like they're Alabama football, you know? Everybody's going to be cheering for, you know, them to get upset. I, I'm shocked because I'm trying to remember during the during the Jordan days, was the country split? Was the country I don't know. I was a Knicks fan, Utah? so I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not uh, a know, good guy I, to I, ask. I'm I don't almost have to positive everybody got behind Jordan winning and the Bulls winning. Maybe. Like, they were the fan favorite, even People as People wanted to favorite. knock off the Yankees, though. People wanted, the Yankees, right. wanted to knock off the Yankees. You know, well, and people maybe always because, hated the Yankees. Yeah, people have right, always hated the Yankees. Maybe it's because the way they're constructed also, right? You know, maybe Jordan was a little different than the Bulls. They kind of rose organically, right? They finally mm. got past the Pistons when they broke through that glass ceiling or whatever. The Yankees were constructed, people think, by, you know, money and being bought and put together that way. Maybe that's similar to how some people view the Warriors getting KD, getting Boogie, making it like unfair kind of thing. Maybe that has something to do with it. But in general, I think it's always good to have a team that everybody wants to knock off. Look, people hate the Patriots right now. It's the same right. kind of thing. You know, so I, I think it's just uh, for the for the good of fandom and viewership and buzz, that sort of stuff. It's good to have um, a king to knock down. Yeah. Yeah. I, I you know, I, I, I get it. You know, being a fan, especially and I'm sure that most of the people asked in those polls aren't diehard NBA fans. They just, uh, you know, they, they've heard all Golden State, aren't they? They associate them with like the Yankees and like these teams, like, oh, enough. Yeah, I think it's, uh, even if it was LeBron again, uh, it, it's interesting. If LeBron was in this finals once again, and we've heard this, LeBron fatigue. And, you know, it's kind of nice not to have LeBron in the finals and not have a conversation about, oh, here it is again, LeBron coming out of the East. It's been the narrative for how long now with LeBron staying in the East, taking the easy road. But now all of a sudden we've got this, you know, the new kids on the block, the Raptors, who finally were able to get over the hump and were able to get here. Uh, and now all of a sudden take down the big bad wolf and the Golden State Warriors, even though the Warriors are on the precipice of doing something in sports, guys, that is just in this day and age so hard to do. I think we take I think we take it and fans take it way, way too much for granted that winning championships is somehow the easiest thing. Like, oh, please, they're there again. Like, oh, Tom Brady, they're like, you don't realize how unbelievably difficult it is. Forget about like winning your division and you know winning winning a playoff. But we're talking about a championship here. It is the hardest thing to do in all of sports is to actually go through an 82 game season, make it through three rounds of the playoffs, and then oh yeah, by the way, you got to go ahead and win one final one there after playing uh, you know all of these games and having to battle injuries and everything else. I just think we take championships, winning championships. We take it too lightly and act as if it's something that's that's just a given, and it is never a given, given uh, in 2019 how many things can go wrong these days for a yeah. team 
it is the most, it, it is just the hardest thing in the world. I, I wish people spent more time talking about, you guys understand what the Warriors are on are about to do here. It, I mean, right. it's, it's appreciate what you're seeing here, guys, because the idea that somehow or another this was handed to them, and I think a lot of people take that, uh, you know, they take that angle going, oh, please, it's the Warriors. Of course they're here. Of course they're here. Like, like seriously, like the teams have spent the last three years building to stop them. You know, that's how that, them, right? Yeah. And it's just it's crazy. They're not taking anybody by surprise. They get everybody's a game every yeah. night that they played this year. Eighty two games. It wouldn't make a difference if it was the Dallas Mavericks, uh, the New York Knicks. They're getting everybody's a game because they're the Warriors and people. I, I just I wish more people would appreciate the greatness that is in front of them as opposed to just going that's ah, the Warriors. That's ah, the Yankees. Uh, it's hard to do, man. Three championships in a row just to be here, Dane. It's almost unheard of. I, I don't know when we might see this uh, this type of dominance again. I think this would match. This would actually, if they win this, this would exactly match the late 90s Yankees, right? Three hmm. in a row and four in five. The Yankees won in 96, lost in 97, then won 98, 99, 2000. That would ex- be the exact thing here for the Warriors. Winning one, then losing one then winning three in a row. And think about the way the Yankees were viewed in the late 90s, right? That's where the evil empire started. That's where everybody wanted to knock off. They were cheering for the, the idiot Red Sox, you know, as, or anybody to potentially knock them off. People were getting Yankees fatigue after all that. I wasn't because I was a Yankees fan, right? But you could see right. how after a while, it, it you know, uh, yeah, the tables turn in terms of fandom. But at the same time, you really do have to step back and acknowledge the greatness before your eyes. It's like, remember, Joe, a couple of weeks ago, I asked you if you would be cheering for an opponent to throw a no-hitter in your building, right? Like, right. at what point do you just, like, step back and acknowledge I get to see greatness and I'm okay right. with that? It's sort of the same thing with the Golden State Warriors. If they do it again, and, you know, <laughs> Vegas believes they will, you know, 75% of the time from here on out, right? Um, I think we have to acknowledge this is complete greatness in an era of free agency and super teams and player movement and contracts and salary cap. It is very, very tough. And here's the dirty little secret, Joe. Them maybe losing Kevin Durant, it's not like they wouldn't be set up to do it again next year. Like, it's not like the window is completely closed for these Warriors either. Yes. Yeah, it's not. It's absolutely not. And I think, you know, the idea of. Oh, it's LeBron, and and as if he was just going to fall out of bed. I think we did it with LeBron too oh, for yeah. a long time, where we just assumed because LeBron was was on a team that somehow that team was going to elevate itself. I mean, when you look at how many, the fact that LeBron is not even in the playoffs this year is mind blowing uh, to some of us. Going, how is that? It's not easy. No, I mean, what? 34, 35 next year too. I, I mean, know. like injuries are only going to get worse for him. Yep. Exactly. It is so hard to get to this point in professional sports, and yet we are so quick to go. All right, who's next? Let's get uh, like let's let's bring in the new blood. Let's go with Toronto, the big bad wolf here, guys. This is it's history what you're watching here. This is the kind of stuff in ten years we'll look at and we'll go. Yeah, I remember those. Uh, I remember I was I was the there to watch. It'll be like the greatest years ever. Yeah. The greatest basketball team ever assembled. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. All right, we'll give you the latest look from Vegas. Uh, Give you the numbers for uh, tonight's NHL as well as the NBA Finals. Coming up next here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. 
You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. <sighs> I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. I weigh 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andro 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off. 80-some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 35 years old. That was Ruben. Now listen to what Josh says about Andro 400. Well, I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials walk for a decade. I was like, oh, I'm just going to try it. My pants are like falling off. It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job and they're falling off of me. It's insane. Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800 961 3631. 800 Head over to pointsbet.com forward slash grid and open up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Simply enter the promo code GRID. You'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. And in addition to traditional betting, PointsBet, they also offer their own betting concept where customers are rewarded by how much they win their bet by. So, for example, if you take the Chiefs laying three and they cover the spread by 10 points, well, then you'll receive 10 times your stake. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Promo code grid. Get your two risk-free bets up to $1,000 today. And welcome in here uh, to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Make it rain. Joe and Aaron Dane Martinez as we get ready tonight. Game two 
of the uh, of the NHL Stanley Cup Finals. Of course, game one tomorrow of the NBA Finals. And uh, taking a look here at the numbers, Dane, for the uh, for tonight. Uh, I don't want to say it's a yeah, I actually do want to say it is kind of a must win situation here. Let's be realistic here for the Blues. I uh, I doubt that they are going to be able to uh, go down to to nothing and somehow or another be expected to make this miraculous comeback. They have yet the St. Louis Blues to actually win a Stanley Cup finals game. The last time they in it 1970 against the Bruins. They got swept there. They lost in spectacular fashion in game one. They gave up a two goals to nothing lead. Second uh, second period came around. The Bruins just dominated uh, across the board, 18 to three in shots. Uh, they uh, Boston at times just looked just that much better than St. Louis. And uh, St. Louis, listen, worst team in the NHL as of January 2nd, somehow managed to come back and make their way to the finals. It's an amazing story. Uh, but every time I look at these two teams play, I just keep going, Boston's the better, they're the better hockey team. You know, I mean, they've got great players. They, you know, no no disrespect to St. Louis. And I know a lot of people were picking St. Louis to win this in six, but I think a lot of that had to do with Bruin hate and right. people loving the story more than the reality of the situation. St. Louis, better story. Boston, the better hockey team, and you're looking at it. What are we at right now? St. Louis, are they up to 150 yet? Plus 150? Uh, have they made for it tonight? For tonight, have they made it up to plus 150? The Blues are, I mean, pretty much plus 145. I see right now. Okay, so they're so they're close. And what's Minus the minus uh, 165? For the the over under. For what's tonight? the total in the game? Five and a half. Again? Five and a half. Five and All right, half. so the, five and a half there as well. So it's. Uh, it, it's so hard. I want to root for St. Louis. I really do. You and I were talking off the air going, sure. listen, you know, is, is, does it Any make sense? I can't that- to root against Boston is all good with me. Right. And I'm with you, but after watching that, uh, that rust kind of wear off and don't forget right. Boston had an ex- had ridiculous layoff. layoff, uh, in that game one there. And you saw that rust kind of get shed there in the second, uh, in the second period against this team, and listen at plus one fifty, one forty five. Is it worth a? Is it worth a flyer? Can they win? Absolutely, they can win. Uh, but on the road in Boston, uh, who's got all the momentum right now? Uh, I'm not going to overreact to one game, but mm-hmm. I'm probably look closer to the totals uh, than uh, than I would the actual who's going to win on the money line. I like the total aspect better. I'm going to continue to ride the under, even though that empty netter killed me there in game one, <laughs> uh, 4-2. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and ride. I think they're going to clamp down a little bit better. I think St. Louis is going to uh, tighten up the defense. I would expect a tighter game. I don't expect six goals here tonight again. Uh, now that these two teams have had added, I would expect it to be a more of a 2-1, uh, you know, 3-1 uh, kind of situation as opposed to a 4-3 or or just an absolute shootout in the final. So I'm going to go. I'm going to be looking at the totals here tonight, Dane. I think that's the safer bet. All right. But when you say 2-1 or 3-1, you are leaning of 2-1 or 3-1 Boston, correct? I don't care. Uh, that's why I'm I know, saying but I get involved. But, yes, I would, my I would lean Boston. Yes, I would lean yeah, Boston. He- I mean, here's my thing, and 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 here's my disclaimer. I, I I do not know hockey as well as Joe, as well as a guy Pavona in the pit of misery, as well as Gabe Morency clearly. A, eh? um, but the thing is, 
what I do know is about kind of patterns and trends, right? And here's what I would say because I see the same thing happen in the NBA. Everybody was talking about the rust kind of factor. And St. Louis was up in this game, right? They mm-hmm. were like successfully almost like, you know, stealing game one. And then after the first period, all of a sudden, like you said, you know, Tuka Rask, sh- sh- you know, shed the rust a little bit. And then it looks to me like they got bombarded, Joe. You know, the <laughs> shot differential after period after the first period in game one, it's almost like they had their chance. And then here's the other thing I know. I know when this series shifts back to St. Louis in game three, the theory of like, oh, the zigzag, that'll be St. Louis's best punch, right, with the home crowd there, right? And all that. So it seems to me that Boston is, you know, has shaken off the rust, is ready to go, knows they have their chance at their home with their home crowd, knows that they can't drop a game. To me, this is like definitely Boston in my mind. But then again, I don't know the details of the schemes and the flow and all that stuff. From a trends and angles standpoint, though, this looks like it's primed to be yet another Boston win before they go on the road. Yeah, I, I like I said, I would love St. Louis to make this uh, to make this a series, and a win tonight would go a long way to that. And I mean, early Bots. rust, early Bots. rust was the theme, but right. uh, the rest was a route as far as I'm that concerned. Excuse in that excuse isn't there one. anymore, right? Right, yeah. exactly. So I just uh, the opening 21 minutes of that uh, game uh, in Game One, uh, an extremely well rested. Bruins right. team, yeah, I they just you could see them rounding the form. We talk about that switch, that proverbial switch, right? Mm-hmm. It, it went off, man. I mean, every line they threw out on the ice, it was St. Louis had no answer. But I do expect St. Louis now that they've been there uh, and have seen it, I do expect St. Louis to kind of change up the lines a little bit. I think that this is going to be a much tighter game. Uh, I wouldn't expect as much uh, as much scoring right out of the uh, right out of the gate like we got in Game One. So. Uh, I like the uh, I like the under tonight five and a half. That's what I would lean. I would lean Boston to win and take a two games to nothing lead because I do think some of those lines are just unstoppable and are going to be really really hard. You're going to need an unbelievable effort from the defense of St. Louis here tonight to kind of stymie. Does I mean, St. 18 Louis shots have to like three. The hot goalie because that's what I know about hockey. If you got the hot goalie, throw everything else out the window. Do the Blues at least have that? Yeah, uh, they both do. I mean, listen, they okay. both their goalies have been, you know, Boston is probably has the edge with Rask, uh, Tuga Rask being the hot goalie, considered the hot goalie coming okay. into it. But it's not as if they, uh, it's not as if uh, uh, St. Louis has been looked at as this team that, oh, you know, it's everything but the goalie. No, that's, that's not the situation here. But the problem is they have a few lines. These Bruins have a couple of lines that together Man, oh, man, they are just they are relentless and they just come at you. And don't forget, St. Louis is coming out of a couple of series where San Jose was hurt. Dallas was a slow and grind them game. The Bruins are not that. I mean, the Bruins are anything but that. So give me the give me the under tonight, which, by the way, over the years, the the unders in the NHL Stanley Cup finals have been uh, have won at I think a 65% clip over the last since 2005. So unders have been very profitable throughout the series and yes it lost game 1 but I'm going to zigzag the under here and I'm going to go uh, I'm going to keep riding it. I'm going to take the under tonight five and a half points. But what it is the series so, price now? What um, did the series price go to in this? So interestingly enough, you ask, because that's the point I was going to make. Right now, the Bruins are all the way up to minus 320. Ugh, 320. The Blues at plus 235. And that 
actually is a point of what I was going to uh, make here, Joe. It sounds a lot like we're talking about the same narratives in the NBA Finals. You know, it sounds right. like similar, like we all know Golden State's the better team. We all know the Bruins are the better team. But people right. are looking for reasons to, to, to ride this nice story, whether it's Toronto or St. Louis here. You know, and it, it sounds like you're saying the same thing. Like yep. – they shook their rust off. It's it's like you're looking for reasons to back St. Louis, and you can't really find any, Joe. Yeah. That's what yep. it sounds like to me. So I'm going to ask you the same exact damn question that I'm asking you about Golden State. Like, why do I not just lay the minus 160 and bet the Bruins tonight? Yeah, 160 I, I, is not that bad, Joe. It's not like we're talking about 275 here. Minus 160, argue. including yep. overtime. And to be honest, if I do that thing where it's in regulation, like I lay the half a goal – and I take yep. overtime out of it, Joe. The Bruins tonight minus half a goal is yep. minus one oh five, Joe. Yeah, uh, that's listen, not like uh, that's not heavy juice. That's not heavy juice at all. I, you know, I think there's probably given the fact of, of Bennington and, and Rask, I like the idea of these guys controlling the tempo here tonight and controlling the nets and not giving yeah. up nearly as many goals as uh, as we got there. And it really, we gave up five and there was an empty netter at the end. I do see it uh, much tighter. I think the better value lies in the under. Okay. And if okay. the under, I don't think it's going to stay at five and a half. I think it's probably going to be bet down to five at some point. So if you, you see five and a half, I would jump all over it um, and, and yeah, get right it now, going. It's that way too, Joe. I'm staring at mm -hmm. five and a half, but like the under at minus 140. The over mm -hmm. at plus 120. So that, uh, to your point, Joe, it might move. So if you like yes. that, if you need that half goal, get it now. I'm seeing that over at FanDuel as well. The under 5.5 is carrying minus 140, which means mm -hmm. if a lot of people start listening to us on Make It Rain, it's going to switch. Uh, it's going to switch to 5 with you know more easy juice on either side. So get it now, people. Yep, yep. And also, I there's a couple of props you might want to look at. Uh, for instance, some of the numbers tell us that neither one of these two teams, despite what you saw in game one, Boston and St. Louis, they don't exactly come out firing. They've only scored 16 goals in each of the first two periods and 24 goals in the third. So these two teams tend to start slow and finish with a just a, 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 a just a flurry of shots like what you witnessed there with uh, uh, with Boston. So maybe the third period is the highest Scoring period is not a bad prop to look at too. I don't know what you can, uh, what you've got it on there, but usually these two teams, the bulk of the scoring is going to be coming late in the game. It's not going to happen early. And I know they, uh, the St. Louis Blues, kind of took Boston off guard. But if you take away, you know, you get the Boston that you got in the second period of that game in the first period. Uh, they don't score two goals. And then we go into, uh, you know, ultimately we're going into the third with a Boston 2 nothing lead, and we have a totally different outcome. So, you know, uh, I would go ahead and look for the third period to be the highest scoring period of this uh, of this game. That's interesting, Joe. One, one thing I would ask you, and you know this better than I do, and obviously Gabe does as well, a lot of people bet uh, first period totals, right? Like first period unders, mm -hmm. I think is a yep. common bet. So with your narrative that it's going to be a little bit tighter, tonight mm -hmm. and that these teams seem to open it up and score a little bit more in the third period as the game goes along you know you're yep. getting the same kind of minus 140 juice like you were talking about on the other total what about sure. that mine um you know total for the first period is at one and a half what about just uh less than two goals in the first period joe tell you this right now the uh the bruins have only allowed six first period goals in 17 games the blues have mm. given up 17 out of the last 19 so Boston usually doesn't uh, 
Yeah, exactly. It, it doesn't. Boston doesn't usually give up an awful lot in the first period. They kind of clamp down there. It hasn't been the same for St. Louis, but uh, I believe Boston thirty-four seven and five when scoring first this season. They're twenty-five five and one when leading after the opening twenty minutes after the uh, after the first period. So if you are looking, if you're live betting, and even if St. Louis scores first, Boston is eleven and six at home. Uh, when uh, when they go down in the first period, so it sounds like St. it's Louis all sports. let's not get cute and let's just bet right. Boston tonight. Right, <laughs> bet a lot of signs pointing towards Boston, isn't you it? Know? So, but you, like you said, you only need a hot goal. You only need Bennington to get to be on yeah. top of his head tonight, and all of yeah. a sudden, you got a different game and a different series. Got but, though, huh? Yeah, it's a tough place to play too. The TD Garden is a tough place yeah. to play, man. They sounds are like crazy. Yep. All right, going uh, going totals. We'll talk more NHL coming up. up. Full-time fantasy. I'm a little worried about Mahomes. If they do, in fact, lose Hill for some games, that could be a major thing because I'm not a big Watkins fan. He just can't stay on the field. And outside of that, you know, besides Kelsey, it's going to be hard to see which one of these wide receivers step up. I know everybody's thinking, oh, McCole Hardman is going to be that guy. There's a lot of holes in this game. I'm not sure he's ready to be that guy yet. Weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. Hi, I'm Keith Urban. I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence, and stay in school. They need your help to survive. Mr. Hans Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help, we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids
kids the education they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. I got to love this here opportunity for you guys to uh, walk away with a uh, free burrito. Who doesn't love uh, free burritos? Right? No, no. Chipotle. Yeah. Chipotle. No, no, uh, no word. If you got to pay extra for the, uh, for the Ebola uh, that comes along with it. Uh, But the, uh, the burritos, I guess every time an announcer says free during the NBA finals, Really? You yes, you go ahead and uh, have an opportunity at a free burrito, uh, which is good. As in free and I, throw? Yeah, anytime the word free is used. Yep, every wow. time the announcers say the word free during the NBA Finals game, you will uh, you will get a code. I guess uh, is it Chipotle? Sure. What what did you say Chipotle. there, Barona? What what is it? Chipotle. Chipotle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a T Chipo- and an L uh, in there somewhere. All right, Chipotle. All right, there you go. Also known as um, uh, botulism. But anyway, diarrhea. the there uh, the go. yeah, you go. The uh, you will get a code. I guess they're gonna hop on Twitter, give you guys a code, and then you can go into any store and claim your free burrito. So could you imagine how much tomorrow night? Uh, you got how many times do they? I'm trying to think. How many times do they say free throws? You know they I mean, know it now. So yeah. Yeah, you're right. That's like there was a bet um, last week. I don't know if you saw this. Like, will the Hafkin, Charles, Barkley, and will they say the word Drake during the halftime show? And it was funny. They didn't. And then, like, going into commercial break, they put up a tweet from someone being like, guys, say Drake, please. And then Charles Barkley was just like, oh, you betters. Drake, 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 Drake. Like, they know it, clearly. But I'm just trying to think about other natural context for the word free. And, I mean, free throw is definitely going to be said a number of times. You know, right. so um, it'll be it'll Lord be a, the um, line. with the also with the Kawhi and Dine. I told you mm-hmm. initiative. If they start talking right. about free agency at all, keeping Kawhi Ooh, in Toronto, all idea. the businesses that have offered yep. free meals or services, that sort of thing. Um, but and then, you know, there's an it's a word in the English language. There'll be another offhand reference. Who knows where? But this is stacked up for a lot of tacos. Yeah, this is uh, up to a million dollars in burritos is what they're oh, going to be giving away. Can and you imagine a million dollars worth of burritos? I can only. And what does this say? If you're one of the one, well, I'm reading the fine print of this here. One of the first 500 people to text a code here and you'll end up getting it the minute that they say every time they say the word free, you got to be one the of the. Yeah, uh, it's eight, 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 two, 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 triple eight, triple two. What's the code? 888-222. That's it. Yep. Just go and text. 888-222. Every time they use the word Chipotle, like their main office number. That's crazy. That's, that's it. Just 